Okay, we're talking December 2015, around Christmas time. It's me, Buddy Hamilton, and Nick Stevens. We're going to see the new Star Wars. Just for anybody that knows. Yeah, the, the area. <laughs> the, it, was a, it was a movie theater at the mall. We'll right, just say crowded. That. Crowded, because it was around Christmas time. And so we're looking for a parking space. I find this one that's someone's about to back out of in front of a store. So, you know, I sit there, I stop, I'm letting them back out. Put my blinker. I put my blinker on. And so I'm waiting for them to back out. They finally back out. I'm about to go pull into the spot. All of a sudden, here comes this older lady with her husband. Just jets from one of the main lanes. Just turns in, takes the spot. As she turns and looks at me sitting there with my <laughs> blinker on... She gets a little nonchalant wave and just pulls right in. She acknowledges it. She acknowledges it. She knows she's right. just straight jacking right. my parking spot. And granted, my windows are down. So I'm like in dismay. Because <laughs> this lady just straight strolled into the spot. Casually. Casually. No big deal. Right. And my, my windows are down. Right. And I'm like, what the fuck, lady? <laughs> I'm like... You just straight jacked, hijacked my spot. Granted, if she saw me and was like, oh. saw that I was waiting for it and was like, Ooh, oh no, I, I'm sorry. Let me back out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, go ahead. I see you waiting for the spot. Yeah. I probably would have been like, oh, they're older, cupper, older, cupper, 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 Got a got a mouthful of rocks today. Shabbat. <laughs> I would have been like, okay, take the spot. Take it. It's hey, yours. I don't know, need it. It's Christmas right. time. I'm in Christmas the, I, you know, giving spirit. Giving spirit. Not in the taking spirit. No. This lady was like... Straight up taking. Fuck you. I'm right. taking the spot. Here. It's all about me. Go ahead. You know. I was like ridiculous. And it, then, then Nick over here is like, we got reputable jobs. <laughs> don't yell at her. <laughs> don't yell at Because as, as, as I'm like, what the fuck, lady? Yeah, because you, <laughs> you were about to lay into her, to be fair. I mean, I wasn't going to lay into her, but I was going to probably stare her down and be like... Wait for her to get out and apologize or something like that. Well, I like to think that those days of yelling at strangers are behind me. So I'm like, I'm trying to be a better person. So I was like, no, 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 no. No, <laughs> <Yeah>. no buddy. <laughs> yeah. No fisticuffs. <laughs> you want to fight about it. Yeah, exactly. Well, and plus people were like, there was like a group of people walking and I think they heard me yell. Yeah. And I'm just like, all right, whatever. I'll let it go. But, oh my God, that really... Burned me up. I bet it chapped your ass oh, too. Oh, it chapped the heart. You know, I mean, when you yell, the birds in all the city, throughout the whole city, just go flying up. It's like those scenes in the movies where someone screams and got like that, got that booming and, voice. And, and, yeah, and everything pans out, and, it, and all the birds fly out, and people open the windows, and like, what happened? What was that? What movie were we just watching? And the dude had the that primal scream. Oh, that, that was Raphael. Turtle. The, yes, that was yeah. it. It was it was yeah. sort of like that. But then we're walking to the thing, <laughs> walking to the movie, and I was still bent over her still yeah, the spot. Still, yeah, you still hadn't let it go. And I had to drop, I had to drop the fried green tomatoes reference, where it happens to, to Kathy Bates in a grocery store parking lot because she, Buddy's seen uh, fried green tomatoes many a times. It's one of his favorite movies hey, of all time. It's, it's a classic. It's a classic. And she goes, and she just you know makes her car a missile and just starts ramming the hell out of the chick's car, and I'm like. That's what you took away from that movie. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> so, to make a long story short, around the holidays, don't be an asshole and don't jack other people's parking spots. In which order, we're not sure. Either way, be a giver, not a receiver. <laughs> <laughs>
Welcome to Comic Cons, a geek podcast for the rest of us. Who are the rest of us, buddy? Who are the rest of us? I mean, everybody that's, that, that doesn't know everything, right? But do, but does love this genre, right? This genre, this genre being uh, comic book movies, comic book related movies, Comic Con movies, anything that would appear in the Comic Con world. Yes. Uh, you know, my name is Nick Stevens. Your name, Buddy Hamilton. All right, kicking and screaming, swinging and. Throwing down. <laughs> shucking and jiving. Shucking and jiving. There you go, shucking some oysters, picking up some clams, and taking them back to Mussolini's. Yeah! So, I do want to say the movie we're about to talk about today is not, of course, a comic book movie. Um, and we've gotten a lot of emails in lately uh, asking us about you know our picks for the movies that we pick. Okay. Uh, we okay. haven't had any emails, actually. But, I, but I'm just, you know, just practicing. I'm a curious about that. Right, right. No, but just practicing uh, ComicCon'sPodcast at gmail.com. Um, if people were curious, because I know in the past people have, like, asked, you know, friends of the podcast, listeners right. of the podcast, would ask me afterward. And What's say, the hey, process? What is the process? How do you pick your movies? And really, there's no rhyme or reason. We just kind of no. pick them at random. Exactly. Um, a lot of the times we try to go for ones that are available on Netflix. Uh, it tends to be the most... Yeah, true. Uh, you know, easier way to an easier way to do things. Um, well, because you don't want to have like effective. A, well, yeah, you don't want to have a double dragons episode where you have to actually shell out some money, and then right. it turns out to be total garbage. Right, and we did do a double dragon. Dra- mm. <laughs> <laughs> we did do a double dragon episode uh, quite some time ago. Uh, myself and Jonathan, Jonathan McBride, and we will be uh, reposting that episode shortly as we're kind of continually reposting older episodes to catch people up and just. Just for, like, throwback's sake, you know? Yeah, well, of course. Well, I think uh, if, if you actually go on Podbean, I think I think almost all of them are up on Podbean. Are they? I think you have to go through a specific link, though. When you look them up, Comic-Cons, they're not on the actual site that's Really? Because I, I put it up on my Podbean from when you had, were posting uh, Real to Really on there. Really? And I you pulled look- it up, and it had, like, a bunch of episodes on there. Well, there so. you go. Well, see, Lee from the Lean Down Network uh, was kind enough to kick those over to Podbean and redirect them. Oh, but I nice. don't know if they're showing up on people's iTunes feeds since we... Yeah, not iTunes. Went. iTunes, I think, only had like two, two, yeah. maybe three. But Podbean, I think, had almost all of them. Okay, it's well, see, that there you go. See, that's how we figure these things out, kids. For anybody listening, for fans of the podcast, this is how we do things. As you can tell, we're new at this, sort of. And, uh, yeah. you know, a lot of the stuff that we put out there, we just, uh, we pick the movies that we basically want to watch again and want to talk about. Yeah. So today's episode is Running Man. We're talking about a little movie. Classic. From 1987. Yes. Is it a classic? I mean... I mean, what defines a classic? <laughs> is it a classic because you remember from your youth? or? Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. One, it's, it's, a, it's a movie from my youth that, you know, I'll, I've watched over and over over the years. Okay, yeah, I, I, could, I could relate to that. I mean, it's a, it's a movie from my youth as well. I remember seeing it on VHS. Yeah. Because we grew up on all the Arnold movies. And I was trying to bring this up earlier before we talked about the movie. I feel like these old 80s action movies were the Marvel movies of that time. In, in oh, the yeah, sense yeah, that they were like, that, yeah. they were just like cropping up left and right. People would flood to the theaters to see them. And that was the thing. That was like the genre. Like that and maybe like horror. Horror I think was pretty big. Yeah. Too. Um, horror is always kind of back and forth. But, uh, but with these movies in particular, like, I remember obviously Predator, which we talked about. Yeah, and Sean brought up in Predator too that like the the sequence of films coming out because like it was Predator, then Running Man, right? 
and it, he he released one after another, one after another. He's a hardworking man. Yeah, he was. He I'm was listening crazy. to his autobiography right now. It's 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 uh, it's pretty uh, it's pretty fantastic. It's nice. pretty fascinating. His whole life story. Oh yeah, yeah. But oh, man, it is. What's so, the, what's the name of that? What's the name of that? Uh, a total Recall. My unbelievably true life story. That's my oral impression. When uh, when he's talking about his uh, his, his story, <laughs> yeah. my unbelievable true life story, over here and then dear. You no, know, I I don't do an oral impression, so that's uh. It's not I, know, I, was, I was about to call it out a little, little, little weak on that. Yeah, a little weak on that. It's okay. You know, it's not weak. Arnold's body in this movie. Oh, dude! I tell you what, it seemed like he was almost a little bit bigger than the Predator. Yeah, especially in that scene when he's carrying that beam of steel by himself. Yeah, just like handheld. Yeah, he's just handheld beams of steel. Yeah. He's carrying it down the lane. I'm a badass. I can. And he's got a himself. beard. He looks more like a badass with a beard, don't you think? Oh yeah, kind of. Yeah, he's he's scruffy. He's 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 getting that that grimy on. Is this movie, which by the way, a lot of people don't know, this movie was actually based off a Stephen King short story. He went by his alias, Richard Bach Bach Bachman Bach. Back at Bagaman? Yeah, which you dropped that little knowledge on me. I didn't know he he went with an alias. You yeah. told me that it was a Stephen King short. Yeah. And then it showed it, and it showed Stephen Bachman, and you're like, that's... My mom know. showed this to us when we were kids, and she you know, she had us reading Stephen King. She was reading a lot of Stephen King at the time. Stephen King was huge at the time. Yeah. So she was... she And she still reads a lot to this day. She's got mm. a whole library at her house of books. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. But... That being said, she knew about this. She talked about it. And I, I didn't even know about it, to be honest with you. But I watched the movie because it had Arnold in it. Never mind the fact that it was rated R and people getting blown up in the first five minutes. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah, 1,500 people getting shot at. No, there's innocent people down there. <laughs> I, won't, I won't fire innocent people. That's, 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 that's better. That's a little that's bit better, better right? Yes, that's a little that's bit better? A, that's a it's lot still better. pretty bad. But it's a lot better than your first one. It sounded more like Christopher Walken <laughs> with a speech impediment. Wait a minute. Christopher Walken with a verbal impact or like a like a like a impacted tooth mm. <clears throat> cleft palate ah cleft palate yeah yeah something like that something like that <laughs> 1987 he's not gonna he's not gonna fire an open on, on innocent people no they knock him out then we see him in a jail some sort of futuristic jail by the way it's 2017 in this movie yes Movie's and made in 1987, and it's 2017. Although it looks a lot like 1987. Oh God, yes. And see, that's why I love these movies because, like, you go back to the old like 80s, early 90s, the ones that have that are set in like a futuristic scene, and it's like 2017 or 2015, right? And you get to see the person's perspective of what you what they think. That's what's that, always funny about these kind of movies where they try to like go over the top futuristic for oh, yeah. that time. But it actually ends up just staying more current than anything, or they'll do some insane, over-the-top shit that's not futuristic at yeah. all. <clears throat> you know what I mean? <laughs> but like at the same time, like this is very '80s throughout. This is oh, yeah. not even like they don't even really try to make it that futuristic, except for the fact that it's supposed to be somewhere in LA. Yeah, Los Angeles. Okay, but it's it, like it, Detroit. Yeah, and it's funny because it seems like always these old movies when it goes to the future, everything's like. A, like a wasteland, like yeah. dystopia type. Oh, of type. course, epic wasteland. Like just a, like a grimy, yeah. post-apocalyptic. It's not an yeah. apocalypse. Nobody ever a said huge, that. A huge, a um, huge, not a generation gap, but like a, a uh, like a class separation because you got the oh, poor, the people in the concentration camp. Absolutely, I guess it's a concentration camp or whatever. And then you got the 
the wealthy, the people attending the Running Man show. Right. It's a lot like so. Crime and Punishment meets Legend of Bagger Vance. Exactly. You know, I mean, the economic disparity, <laughs> yes. you know, the uh, the ethnic shine, uh, you know, uh, the poster boy uh, malice. You know, there's a lot of that going on. Making sense, Annie. Yeah. You know, um, Yafet Koto plays one of his buddies, who's Parker and Alien, no big deal. Uh, Miles Miles uh, McGee plays that skinny guy. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't really know the guy's uh, name. Weiss? Uh, Weiss. Weiss. Yeah. So he's already got like his little crew in there. Yeah. You know. Okay. Yeah. Um, and they forge a break, or they forge a, a stage of breakout, right? And they break out. Yes. Yes. Guy's which, head blows up. Which they're in a jail. Yes. That they have explosives strapped around their neck. So if they get past a certain point these sensors will trigger something in that, that collar and your head just pops. I would like to point out that as far as I know, and please email us if, if I'm mistaken, but I'm pretty sure this movie invented the explosive head collars. I hadn't seen it any time before this. Since then, I've seen it repeated in... Oh, I saw it in 2001's Battle Royale, a fucking awesome Ooh, movie. Okay, um, yeah, The yeah. Korean uh, yeah, movie. Yeah, I did see that. It's yes. fucking awesome. Yeah. And uh, I saw it again later down the road in some Suicide uh, Squad comic books. I don't know okay. if they're gonna. I don't know if they're gonna emulate that in the upcoming movie. Kind of hope they do. Be interesting. But I hadn't seen other people do that. This movie started a lot of other things, but we'll get to that a little later. But I just wanted to point that out. The the, he- the explosive head collars, yes. groundbreaking, oh. earth shattering. Well, I love that Ball scene. Tickling. <laughs> yeah. I love that scene where that guy, who when they're trying to break out, he jumps a gun and starts running. Oh, of course, there's and gotta be one guy that jumps the gun. Come on, you idiot! Yeah. No, yeah. Marco, don't no, run. don't it's do not. it. <laughs> and get it. And then he's almost to the secu- yeah. he's almost to the, the the jail guard and his perimeter is not clear. Right, <laughs> just pops. Yeah. It's fucking fantastic. Yes, and squibs and like blood and special practical effects. See, that's no why CGI. I love these movies I love too. It. I love oh, yeah. them. No CGI. Everything's old school. You got yeah. the explosive packs with oh, the yeah. blood packs, and oh, mm. it's fantastic. It's great. Uh, yeah, you can't you can't replicate it now. I know you can't. You really can't. Um, they break out. They get to the little camp. They meet up with uh, Frank Zappa's kid. That's a, that's a true story, by the way. That really is Frank oh, really? Zappa. Dweezil, I think. Okay. okay. You guys want to buy a stereo system? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, uh, he had, and he had a kind of unibrow in that too. Well, we all did back then, 1987. You know, I mean, it's something, something in the rain. Something in the rain, something yeah. in the water. Yeah, something in the water. Is that what they yeah. say? Whatever the expression is. And then Fleetwood, uh, Mick Fleetwood is the, is the leader with a little bit of makeup. Okay, from the Fleet, old guy from Fleetwood uh, Mac. Mac. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so he's like, you're one of the cops. You're one of the people that kicks us down and spits on us and rapes us <laughs> yeah. when we're sleeping like why, why should I try to help you yeah and uh of course he lights a cigar he doesn't give a fuck he sits in that chair to get the collar off and he's like I don't know what he says now you he all have do- he, downward like, foreheads you're gonna save the world with your talk and your yeah exactly yeah. he's like basically saying talk is cheap actions uh, talk is cheap actions better, better. Exactly. might is right <laughs> that's my that's my other Arnold impression he's like just shut the fuck up shut and the take fuck this up and take it off what a badass Dude, you he know? is. Everybody else is like freaking out. Yafet Koto is sweating in the chair, like taking that explosive off his neck. Yeah, Arnold doesn't give a shit. He's too I, hard. He's a badass. He he's has amazing. to be. He's, yeah, he's he's the leader of that group. Because the guy's like nothing to lose your head over, eh? No, you got it. That's another <laughs> Arnold impression for you. That sounds a little Irish. A little. You got it. <laughs> I have a special set of skills. Perhaps now he's seen too much. I've seen too much. All I've seen is a bunch of low foreheads who think they can change the world with dreams and talk. It's too late for that. If you're not ready to act, give me a break and shut up. 
Take us now. Take us. Where, where do we go next? Where do we, we go to? Uh, how, somehow we so end up. They split up. Right. Because he, because Arnold starts heading to his brother's apartment. Yeah. Which you know he goes there, knows a code. Well, yeah. You know. Gets in there. He's looking around. He sees all. He sees all this woman clothing. He's like, "What's going on here?" And then you got the main lady character, Amber Mendez, played by Maria Cotillo. Uh, I uh, I don't know I don't know I don't know her name. Um, she's fantastic. Yeah, she's good. She's good. So she shows up, and come to find out, Arnold's brother got sent away for re-education, and she moved in a month ago. Right, because he confronts her, then he lifts up the thing. He's like, "We're going to travel." We're yeah, because she's watching the news and working out at the same time. She sees that he is. Oh my God, you're the. The Brooklyn, uh, the, not the Brooklyn, Bro- the, Brookfield, the Brookfield, Bakersfield, Bakersfield. Put you <laughs> Bakersfield. There we go. We'll get there together one day. At we a did time. not just watch this movie, so we did just, just watch it. <laughs> we did. Maria Conchita Alonso plays Ember Mendez. <laughs> We're in her apartment. She sees that he's the butcher of Bakersfield. She panics. He ties her up. Yeah, gets her gets her path. Forgive me the play by play. Apparently, yes. Um, <laughs> but then he's like. She's like, what, what makes you say, what makes you think I'll say yes? He rips the ex- ex- exercise machine out of the floor. <laughs> you were to say exorcism? I was. The exorcism machine. It's 2017. Everybody yeah. has one. Exactly. Oh, why should I? Because I'm going to say, please. Because I'm going to say, please. <laughs> My wife was actually here for the first 15 minutes of this viewing. And by 15 minutes, I mean five and a half because she went upstairs to her makeup. She was getting ready to go to work. Yeah. She came down for that one scene and just kind of like looked at us in disgust. Yeah. And was like, what do you want? But she cracked know. up at it. She did crack up. And you guys both did the police. Police. <laughs> well, I, I don't think she knows the entire thing. I, she doesn't understand the fascination with, with Arnold. Because she's not a 34-year-old dude. Right. See, dudes grew up watching this guy, you know, yeah. bumping weights, doing reach-arounds, killing bad guys. <laughs> You taking know, names. Taking names. Um, I do want to talk about um, Richard Dawson real quick. Let's just go ahead and get into him. Okay, the you talking about the... He plays uh, Killian. The head, the, the show, Game Baltimore Show. Baltimore Family Feuds and Richard Dawson. Yes. Yes. Exactly. exactly. That's, I was going to drop that knowledge too. Yeah. All right, so they end up getting caught. We'll skip forward because it, it's just a little shenanigans. Of, gets it's caught. literally shenanigans. They get to yeah. the airport. There's a woman behind him screaming, Can we get there already? <laughs> yeah. And exactly. they, they get caught. They get course. caught. Well, he gets caught. They arrest yeah. him. They let her go. But they spin the story to make it sound like he killed people at oh, the airport. Oh, he killed two, two security guards. Which is why he's called, by the way, we skipped an important plot point. That <laughs> That's why he was in jail to begin with because they, they they spun the story around to make it sound like he killed like 1,500 people yeah. in a riot. They were, they were on, rioting on, for on food. On, on unarmed people. people. And it was actually the police, the special police, the yeah. Gestapo, the Fiora, um, the futuristic <laughs> police. Yeah, uh, that did so. So there you go. I thought. I think. I think we touched on it a little bit. We didn't. Really I don't think we fully it. explained it. I think we just explained yeah. it like he was in the helicopter. I and, did a bad impression. Yeah. And so, since it's 2017, right? You know, the jail system is pri- is privatized. Of course it is. And so they've, you know, they're marketing it. They're trying to make money off it. And so they come up with the game show Running Man, which pits. Inmates against basically gladiators, right? Which sounds like a funny. There was another thing too that came out that sounds a lot like the Hunger Games. Um, <laughs> that kind of like stole the the whole premise from this movie. Hunger Games. I don't know. Somebody like wrote a whole series of books 
forgot what they were. Hunger Games! And, like, they base it totally on this, um, yeah, where people were watching in a dystopian future, and people were picked um, out of a lottery. Hunger Games! Um, <laughs> and thrown into this. Now, I guess there are some differences, let's be honest. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. Um, <laughs> except, you know, of course, young adults. What? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so Arnold's in this one, and then uh, J-Lo, or J-Law, is in the other one. <laughs> yes. But please, back to you. I just had to throw that little dagger out there because, man, yeah. this movie suck. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't read the books. Probably not going to read the books. Everybody calm down. I haven't even read this short story. What makes you think I'm going to read the Hunger Games books if I'm not even going to read the fucking original The Running Man by Richard ba- Bachman, you know? But how many Hunger Games have you seen? Have you seen them all? Yeah, just about. My wife loves them. And you're not a fan? Not a fan. At all? No. Okay. Yeah, if you're gonna do something like that, fucking go balls to the wall. It should be bloody. It should be gory. It should be like, holy shit! You not know? made for the kiddies. Well, it's just, it's just, I'm not in. I, I just, uh, first one was dog shit. Second one was mildly entertaining. But again, I can't, yeah. I can't, I can't. No, I'm not. I'm not. It doesn't have me. Okay. okay. And every and every single one of them seems to go back to her going back into the, like that old abandoned house. Woody Harrelson is drinking, and then Donald Sutherland is looking creepier than ever, just saying, <laughs> "I know Cadmus would come." I knew she would. In fact, I've been waiting here on my porch drinking my lemonade ever since she left. It was hot yesterday. It was hot today. It'll be hot tomorrow. And, I, you know, just all of that. All yeah. Of that, you know, okay, I see. You know, I so. see. You. And, uh, I mean, I understand. That was my Donald Sutherland impression. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Hunger Games. I, th- I think I've only seen the first two. Yeah, no, hey, to each their own, you know? Yeah. What do I know? I should like those movies. I like that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know? But, I mean, sometimes it's just not your cup of tea. It's I'm just an old man, I guess. Yeah. It's meant for them. It's not meant for me. Exactly. Just like that last Turtles movie. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yes, exactly. Let's get back to the movie. So, we're talking about Richard Dawson? Richard Dawson. And, and the survey was, says, you're dead. And he plays a game show host. Yes. And he actually played a game show host in real, well, real well, life. Well, he didn't play a game show host in real life. Well, he was a real I'm sorry, yeah. He was. Yes, yes, come on. Sorry. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> did he kill himself? Yes, he did. He hung himself, didn't he? Did he really? I thought he did. So like a David Carradine type? No, not a, not 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 a David Carradine like asphyxiation erotica kind of thing. Like he like hung himself so, like suicide. Right, very sad. Okay. In fact, I think other hosts that went on to go to host that show have hung themselves too. Because he did Family Feud mm-hmm. and The Match Game. Okay, one of those. He did both. And he was in Love Boat also. Yes. He, he did both. He, I was actually looking through his uh, history. He's done a lot. I read a little trivia that he is was very much on the set of uh, Family Feud in terms of how he acted with other people that he worked with and um, quote unquote uh, underlings, people that were like working for him. Uh-huh. He was very disrespectful, very really? mean. Which he portrays that way in this movie. Then, like, some, he trips over somebody mopping the floor. Uh, oh, the floor. yeah. And he's like, yeah. Is that person still here mopping? Is that asshole still here mopping? You're going to be there with him, Grace. I don't know <laughs> if that was really her name, but that's what he says to his, his assistant. Yeah. Uh, she looked like a Grace. Um, well, the funny thing is, is I think in the Family Feud, I think he always kissed the lady contestants. Yeah, he was a little hands-on. Like, he was, and, and he kind and they kind of touched on that when he introduced, like, one of the, uh, one of the audience members... Uh, because I guess part of the, the Running Man show is that they get to pick the gladiator they're going to think right. is going to end up killing right. the person. They get win prizes and things like that. Well, you touch on an interesting point. Um, you said gladiators a few times now. This movie inspired the television show American Gladiators. And I was I was wondering about that because yeah. it's 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 weirdly similar. The, the, in color, 
and, and design without except nobody's killing each other exactly exactly so i thought i was like man i was like this is just like it yeah can you believe, you remember that show oh yes i have Loved i have it. pretty strong memories of that show yeah oh yeah because it was like the post wrestling hype or just around the time that wrestling was starting to kind of lose some people i think yeah because it was like early 90s yeah like wrestling was good back in the 80s and it's it started losing it back in the early 90s. Right. I mean, far be it from us to know. I mean, there probably are yeah. some significant wrestling fans out there that would listen otherwise. You want to fight about it? But, like, <laughs> yeah. but Buddy Hamilton and, you know... You uh, know. See, I, yeah, I, I lost it after the, the early 90s. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I used to love wrestling, but... But American Gladiators, I do remember that where they yeah. run up the ramps and like knock each other off these styrofoam yeah. things. They fall. But these were people that were like... They looked like they were all steroided up and at least in their early 40s. Yeah. Like these were like grown... Humanoids. Well, you you have Jim Brown playing one of the one of the gladiators, right? Uh, well, um, well, they're stalkers in the movie. They're stalk, yeah, stalker. We just watched the damn thing. I know. Can't <laughs> My apologies if I'm not getting spot on with the uh, yeah. the names. It's okay. It's okay. I like Gladiator better. That's fine. But but Jim Brown was a football player. He was a football player. Okay. And then actually, there there's a another character called Buzzsaw that has yeah. a chainsaw. What was he? What was he famous for? I uh, see. I was looking for it. He was in, um, of course, this movie, and actually I have it up. He was in a couple other ones, and I thought he might have been a wrestler. He looked like he, he at one point he picks up a motorcycle. Yes, for the crowd to show them, like as he's walking into the bu- building to yeah. show them how strong he is. Show him how strong. Looks like he is. a psychopath. Um, By the way, before the game show starts, this game show, The Running Man, is on broadcast for everybody to see in this futuristic world. Uh, much like the Hunger Games, and they, um, they're all tuned in, and these stalkers, quote-unquote stalkers, are here to go after con men, murderers, they pick people from the um, detention centers of the world, or, or area, and jails, and prisons, and they go after them, these criminals, uh, yes. and that is their, because there's multiple references like, oh, Department of Justice is on the phone, or Attorney General's office is called, yeah. so you get the idea that the, the show is under a lot of heat from the Department of Justice, for either getting their criminals or like abusing human rights, that seems to be like inferred, but it's not really touched upon. I think point. it's because Arnold is the first contestant to actually start killing. I the think stalkers. That, yeah, he's the first one to actually start killing these people because everybody and does seem like when they when he kills Sub Zero. Oh, you say Hongaragatsu like we say Hondariatsu. Sub Zero, I say plain zero. Yeah, he kills him. That's what exactly oh he says. Oh my god, the one liners are ridiculous. Sub Zero, more like plain zero. zero. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, no, one liners for days. Yeah, and they're and they're horrible. Yeah, they are. They are really bad. I guess in my old age, it's like they're horrible, but I still kind of love them. What happens after Buzzsaw when he kills Buzzsaw? Oh, she's like, what like, happened to Buzzsaw? He had to split. Yeah, because he cuts him in half with a buzzsaw. So, yeah, with Spoilers a alert. By the way, if you haven't seen this movie, you're going to want to check it out on Netflix. <laughs> You're about 20 years too late. Right. Yeah. Almost. No, almost 30 years. Almost 30 years. Yeah, Shit. what am I talking about? What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he killed, he killed Sub-Zero. Um, by the way, Richard Dawson's Killian uh, gets Yafet Koda's character and Miles McMiles McGee... Uh, nobody uh, in the in the mix. So his two his two uh, oh that's right his two uh, his two comrades and cohorts yeah. from the prison are there. They get thrown into the mix. Yeah, and then he even throws what's her name in the mix. Um, oh yeah, Sophia Maria Conchito Halanza. Um, she's in the mix. I just probably butchered her name again. because she end up she goes she goes to the the show's records 
finds the original raw footage of the Bakersfield massacre, right? Which proves Arnold's innocent, right? Because she's sitting at home, she sees the report, and at the airport, this psycho butcher of Bakersfield kills killed every, kills like three or four other people in the airport. And she's like, "That's not how it goes." The victim got away. She's like, "That's not true." Just for a pure uh, example of exposition for the audience listening, <laughs> we were able to deduce that that wasn't true, but they yeah. wanted to make sure we understood. For the anybody that was watching, it was a little dense in the head, so they had her actually exclaim <laughs> yeah. by herself in the apartment out loud, but that's not how it happened. Yes. No. <laughs> See, it happened like this. I went into the place. He was holding me. <laughs> I liked his big muscles, but I had to leave. He took the thing. They threw the net on him, and I got away. <laughs> that's really not what happened. Yeah, it's not, not at all, but I, what happened. I, 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 I love that dialogue. That yeah. was fantastic. Yeah. The one thing I love, I love too, is the one scene is because apparently she works for the show. That's how she has access mm. to all this. We see the they're escorting him. They're escorting um, Ben Richards. Yeah, Ben Richards to the uh, I guess the to next, the stage to the stage because the show's about to start. And they got the guards have him. They're walking him, and then they pass her and her, her friend. and her friend getting a, a soda for like a, six bucks for six bucks out of the machine. And the funny thing is, <laughs> her friend's like. Oh my god, he's so big. He could have killed you. Or raped you. <laughs> or raped you or killed you. And then he's like... Or she's like, he could have killed you and then raped you. And right. she was like, had these like googly yeah, eyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like she was like, madly in love with him. Like she was like fantasizing on like all the options she just portrayed on to her friend. I feel like this movie's rated R more for scenes like that. They're saying stuff like that. Than <laughs> it is the action. Because even the action in this is like... It seems pretty tame. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's some gore moments, like like a guy's head blew off in like first five minutes, and they show. Yeah, buzzsaw. I mean, you don't get to see like I mean, he basically gets his nuts chopped off, and yeah, he gets sawed in half essentially, and like blood sprays up on his face. face. But they don't show him like get cut in half. half, Yeah, and I feel like I've seen people get cut in half with CGI, and it's PG thirteen. That's possible. You know, it's possible. At least nowadays. So I don't know. Are we becoming more desensitized to violence? No. That's a good question. Yeah, because I mean, question. I think, I think, I think, I think, I think, kind of yes to violence, but like kind of more to like no towards like crude humor or like sexuality. Okay. Okay. I can I can kind of see that. Yeah. But who am I to say? Speaking of sexuality, they don't waste any time cramming Maria Alonso Cotito into that jumpsuit. Oh yeah. I mean, they cram her in there. Oh, no. And then we got, you got the fantastic dancers and the, the soundtrack. Yeah, I, I looked over at you during that scene, and it, like the dancers are just like doing their thing. And, like It's a choreographed Paula Abdul scene, and, yeah. and, and you're like bobbing your head. You're getting into it. I'm over, you know? I'm, 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 yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm shaking bobbing, the shoulders yeah, and stuff like that. Bobbing and weaving kind of move. It's, it's all synthesized. Synthesized? synthesized music? Yes, yeah, it's like you. that 80s, you know. Yeah. Very, very Paula Abdul. Yeah. And... Then the people in the crowd are like freaking out, even though there's really not a whole lot going on. Yeah. You pointed that out. <laughs> like, is anything even happening? Right yeah, now? they're just dancing, and like you got people like, like, yeah, yeah, come on, and they're like, yeah, <laughs> come on, take a shirt off, <laughs> you know. And uh, what else happened? Like, there's the, the tunnel scene. Okay, so they send the crooks down, the crooks, the would-be alleged criminals, yes. um, down into this like some. It's like a wormhole. Yeah. Like kind of like a almost like a slide, but you're in this a like very elaborate shuttle. series of tunnels. Yeah, and, and it, it seems, seems like you're going fast. Yeah, and it seems like they've been going. They like go for like at least a couple minutes, and like how long? And well, how who far? designed that? 
I don't know. Like somebody has to go down in there and like maintain that and clean all that from time to time. They're, they're shooting criminals down that shit. They're not worried about. They don't that. give a they're shit. Like, <laughs> something happens. Something happens. We'll just yeah. pull another. And one I guess it's still thing. new. Like it's been running for a few years. It's yeah. Been like you know, since the dawn of time. All right, I'm getting ahead of myself again, but not really. There's so many dynamics in this movie to talk about. Yes. There's so much to talk about. Um, uh, fast forward. There's a guy covered in lights. He's one of the stalkers. His name's Dynamo. Dynamo. Some fat guy <laughs> yes. with a plastic mohawk in a car, and he sings opera. That seems like kind of out of left field. Yeah, that was a little. That was a little weird because he was. I think he was the weirdest one. Like his abilities and stuff were in line, but his whole introduction and him singing opera. Yeah, was a little weird. And he had like a little makeshift piece of shit go kart that he drove around. Which I was surprised he even fit in because he he was a he was a rotund dude. That was so weird. Um, but yeah, so he drives after Ben Richards. Richards runs up a hill. His car falls over. Yafet Koto at this point is dead because he got sliced open by buzzsaw. Yeah. Um, I always loved Yafet Koto. I've only seen him in a few other movies. He what played, other movies? Was he was he Parker in? in the first Alien. Okay. Yep. Yeah, okay. Yes, yes. I don't know why. And I saw him in something else when I was growing up. Where he was a badass. Which was funny because they show him kind of holding his own a little bit against Arnold. Oh yeah, when they when they stage that fight to break yeah. out of the prison. Yeah, and you're thinking, no way. No. But it, but it's kind of believable. He, he is a big dude though. Yeah. But when he goes, he's like, "Go ahead, go without me. I don't want to be the only asshole in heaven." That didn't make sense to me. Because he's saying, "I don't want to be the only asshole in heaven." So if he says he doesn't want to be the only asshole in heaven, shouldn't he say, "No." Nah, Go fucking kill yourself. <laughs> I don't well, be- basically, when he makes that statement, he's like, "Get it done by no, you're probably gonna die at some point." Hmm. Because I, I, mean, I feel like he was like, "We don't want to die for nothing. Don't let us die for nothing." That makes sense. Uh, that's true. Because don't just get out of here. Because that's the whole thing. He wants to get out. Ben Richards wants to escape at that point and fucking run. Yeah. He's the running man in more than one way. That's what's deep about this <laughs> Ooh, shit. Getting philosophical he's always, on this he's always running, man. He's always running away from something, trying to get out of the country. Yeah. But then he's like, no, they want to they want to find the, uh, the upload link to the satellite system. Well, they got the so numbers. They can, so they can expose the truth, you know? So, I mean, at least he got to die with that. He knows that Ben Richards and Sophia have the upload or Am- code. Or... Maria. Or, or Amber. Yeah. Amber. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, they have the code so right. they can at least make it and make this whole journey, this his whole death, right. <laughs> worth something. Right. He just doesn't die. want to die in vain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I get you. So they do that. They get the stuff. They have the yeah. numbers. Fireball runs after him. Old, good old Jim Brown. Yep. Um, Maria Alonso Cotillo. When she goes, when she, which he finds her. Yeah. He finds her in the locker room. Where she makes the discovery of the three contestants, the winner, winning contestants of the prior year, yeah, dead in the locker room, dead, so burned alive, like, and I guess it's all, yeah, and of and course these were, these were supposed to be the winners because because Dawson's character's like, yeah, and Whitman and Hanks and Travolta, yeah, they show yeah. them in like a tropical location, right, themselves. basking in the sun of Maui. So I guess if you're if you win if you win the Running Man, you get to I guess win your freedom. I guess so. Yeah, I you pay your debt to society, and you go out to Paradise Island. Exactly. There was another series of books that kind of made that same kind of tricky, where they said like, oh, you get past these stages of all these games, and you get to a level of Paradise Hunger Games, and they did the same <laughs> kind of thing where they like ripped off a storyline. Well, it, it, this is I mean. If you want to think about it, you got 
a newer movie called Death Race, which is the same thing, but with automobiles. Well, actually, that's a that's a that's based, that's a remake of an old movie too from the seventies. Uh, yeah. So maybe that was first. Maybe Running Ooh. Man's ripping off a Death, Death Race. Race. Stallone was in the original. Was he? The original Death Race. So was David Carradine, who you brought up earlier fondly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I don't. I, can't, I think I, I. I know. I know what you're talking it's about. On, I, it's on the Netflix. If you want to watch, it. I know. I think I. I think I started watching one time and I just ended up passing out. It's okay. It happens. <laughs> so. Um, Same thing with my libido these days. You know. <laughs> um, so. We've talked about Fireball. Yes. He dies after Ben Richards throws a flare. Yeah, he, he rips. rips the, he rips the gas line. Yeah. He's spewing gas at Richards. Fucking just gets blown up. Yeah, there's somebody else that we haven't talked about yet. A stalker, the OG stalker. Oh, you talking about uh, Captain uh, Captain Freedom, baby? Captain Freedom, Jesse Ventura. Jesse Ventura returns. Holy shit! Man. This is our second episode. We we have mentioned Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jesse Ventura. They both shared the stage. Two movies. In the first Predator movie. Back to back. Back to back to backy. But unlike Predator, I mean, he had a bigger role in Predator, but in this one. Sorry, I'm just, I'm just tucking in the chihuahua. Keep going. Okay. Um, he had a bigger role in Predator, but in this movie, I kind of forgot how little camera and like line lines he has in this movie. Yeah, I thought, I he thought, has like nothing. Yeah, he really doesn't have that much. He does, I mean, they have a little bit of a scene with him between him and Arnold, but and it, that was all staged for the audience because yeah. Ben Richards is just killing all their stalkers. And so I was like, oh, man, I thought he had a bigger role, but he didn't. But it was, it, it, but his, like... You remembered a few things about this movie that I didn't remember. <laughs> but that's okay. I mean, I think it, it was either cut, which it could... I'm not throwing that out, by the way. I think you might have a theory that uh, it, there were some scenes that might have been edited for Netflix. I can totally see that. Yeah. Because it does seem a little light, and I remember it being a little bloodier growing up. Yeah. And um, so I don't... Yeah. And so, yeah, I think you touched on it, is that I think some things were cut. Yeah. But it's been so long that I can't be positive. I can just be making the things up in my head. Well, Ben Richards is her, him and um, Amber. They finally, when they finally get out, and they've killed like they've only killed Sub Zero and Buzzkill at this point because they let Dynamo live. Yeah, Dynamo. Yeah, in his car. that is true. Oh, and hold on, and um, and Fireball. Fireball. So three. So they killed three. three. At this point. People are starting to bet on Ben Richards. The people out in the real world that was, yeah. you know, in the outside, you know, wasteland <laughs> are betting on Ben Richards. Like, honor on Ben, honor on Ben, take his money. All right, you want to fight about it? And he, and he goes to that old lady that picks Ben Richards. Right. And then she drops the most iconic line. In the whole movie. In the whole movie. And what, please. Well, you know, Dawson is picking people out of the crowds to pick the next uh, stalker. And they get to her and she's like, I'm going to pick Ben Richards. She's like, you can't pick Ben you gotta pick a stalker she's like I wanna pick anyone I wanna pick and I pick Ben Richards he's one bad motherfucker <laughs> you know <laughs> this old lady's dropping yeah, that fantastic motherfucker fantastic. on TV no we lost our shit yeah was it, was, it was best it was the best we also looked at each other in awe and perplexed every time Ben dropped one of his lines <laughs> like when he, Nick, when he cuts off Sub-Zero's neck with a barbed wire he's like would have been in the neck yeah exactly the one liners it's what did he so say funny. after he like after he killed Fireball the heat is on. Or, <laughs> <you know? laughs> the heat is on. Fireball, by the way, had a fire tank with a gas line. Oh, we explained that. You know, he throws yeah. it after he rips out the gas line. 
don't get fired up about yeah, it or yeah, something yeah, like that. Fi- yeah, something like that. Because it, it like it, it, it's it's something so obvious it's so and just bad. so corny. It's so bad. It's it, yeah. Um Yeah, no, this uh And he does he does pull uh I'll be back line in this. He does. One before, right before they sent him down in the Abelabert tunnel system, he says I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. And Dawson's like, only in reruns. <laughs> yes. Right, reruns. Yes. And there's so many references, too, speaking of that, too. Like, there's a reference to Gilligan's Island when yeah. he's on the phone and he's like, yeah, the one with the boat. Yeah, with the... Yeah, the one with the boat. He's like... He, starts, he hangs out. starts doing the he theme starts, song. He starts to hum the theme song. But then there was another old show they referenced. Oh, yeah. There's uh, the leader of the... Uh, fucking Fleetwood Mac. Uh, Mick Fleetwood. Uh... He's the leader of the gang, and when they when they hook up with him after they escape, after killing Fireball, they're like logging into the the uplink to, uh-huh. to break into the satellite system. Yep. And he goes, "You have to call Mr. Spock to one of his uh, to one of his oh, helpers." Oh, that's right. And the right. guy turns to him like, "What's Mr. Spock? Who's Mr. Spock?" Yeah. Like I don't know who this is. This is the future. Twenty seventeen. They were trying to pretend, they were Star trying Trek. to actually imagine that. Oh, it's in the future, so Star Trek won't even be a thing anymore. Yeah. They're no. they're already writing it off. It's still a thing. Yeah, it's still, That's a thing. Still, still very big, very much a thing. Got a movie coming out, but this year. you know, God bless him for trying to be dated, but yet not dated at the same time. You yeah, know? yeah. Exactly. They weren't trying to be dated. They were like, "Oh, we're so futuristic that we're going to reference something." This guy's so old that he's going to reference like an old show. The younger generation's not going to know. One thing I would like to know, though, with the people, with the person who wrote this, mm-hmm. and with their, or I guess whoever directed this for the movie, is this what they pictured? 2017 to be. It's funny you mention that because the guy who directed this did Miami Vice, mo- the show. The show. Um, he did a lot of older TV shows. He did the original Starsky and Hutch. You know, so a lot of his ideas of what I mean, just take a look at this guy's face. Uh, hold on, was he on uh, Welcome Back, Cotter or something? I believe you. Sure, why not? Let's look him up. Mark Paul Glacier. Just kidding. Paul Michael Glazer. Um, let's see what he was in as an actor. Oh my God! Oh, he wasn't Ray Donovan. That totally makes sense in a lot of ways. Um, Fiddler on the Roof, Streets of San Francisco, Six Sense, Butterflies Are Free. He was on the Waltons, one episode, The Rockford Files, Trap Beneath the Sea, Aces Up, Kojak. People started falling asleep at this point. He was in Starsky and Hutch in ninety-two episodes as Detective Dave Starsky. He played Starsky. Uh, okay, oh, that's that's probably what it is. He did, he does he does look familiar. Yeah. Okay. How did I not recognize him as the guy who played Starsky? I had to look him up and be like, oh, he directed Star- Starsky and Hutch episodes. Because <laughs> that's because it came out in the seventies. Yeah. Yeah. So Before by the time by the time you start watching those reruns, and so hey man, you know reruns for days. Exactly. Look, this movie's not very good. I'm just going to come out and say it. The Running Man is not a good movie. Um, I disagree. I, we've been all over the map. We've been kind of all over the place with this one. Um, what is your favorite scene? My favorite scene, man. You know, I don't, I don't know if I. I just trying to think back and just try to pinpoint one scene. It's it's kind of hard to say which one I would I would say is my favorite scene. Do you have one that sticks out in your mind? I do. I think my favorite scene is the fake fight scene between him and Captain Freedom. Oh yeah. <laughs> So after they realize that they're gonna have to hunt these folks down, they haven't they've escaped. These folks, what what is wrong with me? <laughs> the crooks down to the sub level, they send the crooks down there, and after they realize they gotta hunt the folks down. Like what? After they realize after Killian realizes he's gonna have to hunt down Ben Richards, Richards. and 
Maria, Chalino, Hernando, Hernando, Calabra. Um, they realize that they should just stage the kill in order to, you know, people are starting to bet on Ben Richards. They yeah. want to turn the money around. They want to boost their ratings. I don't think, I don't think they have any stalkers left. Cause no. Captain, um, Captain Freedom's like, fuck this shit. I'm not going to do this shit. Yeah, because they out. put him in like some weird ass costume. Yeah, but he come. He was an announcer. He came out of retirement, right, to do this, right. So he, and he, was wanted, he wanted. He wanted the battle. He wanted the battle with his bare hair. Exactly. He wanted. He was sexual. It was the art of war. Yeah, and he wanted. He wanted to do it straight up. Jinzu, and <laughs> they were like, "Get the fuck out of here!" So <laughs> yeah. he leaves, and then they stage this thing using like a stuntman. They're like. And the and the very wonderful special effects oh, yeah. of 2017, yeah, um, to put digitally put digitally them in yeah there. map them in there so it looks like so the audience will think that Captain Freedom and Ben Richards are fighting. Mm-hmm. Long story short, that scene is pretty badass. It's a cave scene. Yeah. There's spikes in the walls. You get a lot of this. Yeah, you know, he snaps. Um, he snaps up. He Maria's snaps neck. her name. Her name <laughs> or her neck. That name's a long name to snap in half. Yeah, they snap her neck in half like instantly, and she th- gets thrown on barbed wire. Yeah, like a rag doll. Like a rag doll. Yeah. You and I are laughing hysterically, which means we're murderers. <laughs> and Ben Richards does a famous Arnold. <laughs> yeah, you know, and then they throw him up against the wall with spikes, and it goes right so through cool. him. Badass scene. Yeah, no, that's definitely a good scene. You're right. But I also right. love Captain Freedom in that workout video. When, a lot, when, yes. uh, when uh, Maria yes. is running around the house after Arnold's chasing her, and, yeah. and uh, <laughs> fucking Jesse Ventura is like, ah, and he's like posing, posing in between, the, in between uh, her, like running over the ca- kitchen counters. And yeah, Ben Richards trying to grab her and you know tape her to the floor. And he 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 is so cheesy in that stuff. And he's and, over the top. And, and yeah, and I, and I do and I do like that. I, I yeah. like that a lot. So I mean, I can't. I'm not gonna. This I movie has a lot of dynamics that I love. About it, yes. I almost felt like I would love to see this movie remade. Oh yes, today definitely. if it had the same kind of tongue in cheek, uh, you know, sensibility. Yeah, yeah. No, I think this would definitely be a good remake. If Paul Verhoeven directed this movie, this movie would be phenomenally better. Paul Verhoeven did Total Recall. He did RoboCop. Oh, oh yeah. If you took some, Starship Troopers, you know, if you took oh, yeah. some of that, the mentality that some of this movie, I think, was actually trying to go for, and give it to somebody that was in more maybe. Capable of delivering the message, yeah. Because this movie felt very subdued. Yeah, it was just very under the radar, choppy kind of. Yeah. It starts off and you're like, okay, it's got that that Carp- John Carpenter '80s creep vibe, but I think that's more or less because of the music. Yeah, the music and was great. They, they could have done so much more with it too, especially with exploding heads. You know? Oh yeah. But I mean, granted, it is 1987. I know. But so, in the same year, we got Predator, so I don't want to hear it. Yeah, that's true. That is true. You know? When uh, Jesse Ventura gets his chest blown out. Jesse Ventura? And Predator? Oh, right, right, right. I was like, <laughs> when does he get his chest blown out in The Running Man? <clears throat> um, so. Yeah. Yeah, man. Is there anything else we forgot to touch on? I don't think so. The ending was just so sudden. Like, the movie ends. He sends Killian down the tunnel. Tunnel. And he fucking launches... Into a, his own billboard. Right, and explodes on explodes. impact. Because it was loaded with dynamite, I guess. And Arnold's like, spot on. <laughs> that or, hits the spot. Oh, yeah, that hits the spot. I wish he had said spot on. <laughs> something like It'd that. It'd be great if he said something like random, you know? Like, after, instead of it like having a line that has to do with, with like, the, how he killed him, yeah. he said something at random like, Ali Ali Oxen Pre. <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> 
you know. <laughs> just out of the blue. Out of the like, blue. Random. Just be like, what the... I can't find who, on anywhere on this website, who did the, the music for that movie, but I love the music. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so good. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I got nothing. I'm ready to write this this, <coughs> this movie, if, if you are. I mean, unless there's anything else you want to say about it. I feel nah, like I've I mean, been talking a lot. No, no, you haven't. It's been great. Um, I can't, no, I can't think of anything. Because, I mean, <laughs> it just goes back. It's just an 80s action film. I mean, there's not anything too in-depth with it. And there's not any, like... But any, is it like, fun? Can you see this movie again and again and again? Uh, yes. Okay. Well, let's write I mean, it. okay. All right, what you got? I'm Five on. flavors of positivity. What oh, yes. we got? We got our movie theater good. Really? Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, you're... Boop. Jump on the gun. Call out of work good. Call out of work good. Movie, movie theater, theater good. good. Catch it on cable. Netflix, Netflix. Which we did. Something good. streaming. <laughs> something streaming. <laughs> something something streaming this way comes. Yeah. Home with the uh, flu sick. Yeah, sick flu. <laughs> sick with the flu good. Yes. And then solidarity. Solidarity. Soliloquy. Solitary confinement good. Right. Um, Jesus. Deep Dark Cell in Colorado. Yeah. Good. Um, so we all love the positivity. We want to rate these movies in different flavors of good. I mean, for Christ's sake, if the movie's horrible, we'll still give it a level of good. Yes. And what do you give Running Man? 1987's Running Man. Go. I'm going to put Catch It on Cable Good. Catch It on Cable Good. Yes. Woo. I, I got, hmm. You know, I would, I would have normally agreed with you. It's a movie from my youth. I love Arnold Schwarzenegger. But I'm calling this movie Sick with the Flu Good. good. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. I, okay. It's not it's not there for me, man. Alright. It's not if somebody was like, dude, they're redoing this movie, I would get all kinds of excited. This yes. is a movie I would love to see get remade. Because okay. I feel like it has a lot of potential. Very and nice. I do have an appreciation and love for it from my youth, because when I watched it as a kid, I was like, I know. I'd like to, but I can't. And the sooner I put my pants on, the sooner we're all going to be in agreement. <laughs> Jeez, you get a load of that guy? I don't know. Anyway, so yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with that. Okay. Okay. I mean, I could, I could see, but see, my rationale is, this is 87, so this is going to come on cable every possibly couple years, if not longer. So I don't, I don't even know if I've ever seen it on cable, even from the days of having cable... Unless, like, on the Sci-Fi Channel no, or something. Yeah, I think but I, this is I not, like, a TBS that. or TNT mid-afternoon. <laughs> no. No, of course not. This is, like, a Sunday afternoon, like... Laying on the couch. Arnold Schwarzenegger, like, marathon that AMC's putting on or something like that. I don't even know if I would pick this to throw in with his marathon, to be honest. He's got so many other good ones. I'd be like, you know what? Really? Yeah. Like Running Man in there? I mean, I like, I like a lot of things about it, but I just don't know if I... I, I think watching it again with you, I was like... Damn, I'm kind of blown that we picked this. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, because right, I mean, it's probably been over. It's definitely been over five. It might be over ten years since I've seen this. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, so I mean, the time. It's it's one of those ones. I was stoked to see it. I mean, I was excited to watch it again with with you, but I don't know if I'd watch it by myself. Self. Maybe I would put it on to show somebody else that hasn't seen it. Yeah. And watching it with you made it more fun because you and I were just laughing and lunching on all the jokes and yeah. some of the stupidity. Uh, some of the more, uh, you know, basically all of Arnold's lines, uh, every single last one of them. But what makes it fun, though, is, too, is that we, we grew up in the same Absolutely. era. And that we both, both saw as children and stuff like that. So we can, you know, kind of 
geek out about it and be like, oh my god, I remember this as a kid, and this is not how I remember it. Right, right. And this looked totally different. We basically did this because we were going to watch Darkman. They took Darkman off Netflix. <laughs> yeah, that's so right. That's, that's right. You know. So if you have any complaints about us not doing Darkman, please email us at comiconspodcast at gmail.com and say, Nick, need to do Darkman. Right. And if we get enough emails, we'll do a Darkman one. I will I will get it on Amazon or something like that. Do you, do you want to do a, a, a casting call? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Casting call! <laughs> casting call is where we recast a movie for the better, for the worse, for the lame, for the sick, for the calm, for the mundane, <laughs> for the excited, and for the periodically upset. Um, like myself, I'm periodically upset. Uh, at times with a lot of castings in certain movies. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so this one we should just have fun with. Let's just throw it out there. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, 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 I'm having fun with it all. So don't take my picks too seriously. Cause I won't. Give it to me. Ben Richards, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Throw it at me. Throw it at me. You know, it's... Because Arnold is... Well, I think we talked about during Predator that, you know, he's he's a big dude. He's stature. Right. Huge. So Huge I went balls. with... I was like, you know, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I'll give him a chance. John Cena. John Cena, huh? The wrestler. You're recasting John Cena on the Running Man <laughs> remake. Okay. All right. Who do you got? I got nobody. You got you got you don't want to give me shit about my pick and you're no, like, no, I got nobody. No, no, no. Kevin Costner. Really? Yeah. Let's, Interesting. let's redo it as as a you know, and then we're talking nineties Costner, by the way. Okay, so like, like Waterworld like Waterworld Water, Costner. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, I could see it. I could see it. You know, change it up a little bit. All right. I like it, though. No, I, I could see that. Yeah. I might, I might be able to wrap my head around that one. Yeah, you might be able to. Might be able to. Yeah. All right. Okay, so who, who we you got, got for Amber? Amber Mendez. Maria Alonso Conchilla. Salma, Salma Hayek. Of course you do. Of course you do. Breaking boundaries and breaking balls. Exactly. Salma Hayek's beautiful. I, I recast her in the Predator movie when we were talking about that one, remember? Oh, that's right. You did. Yeah, she's fantastic. But see, um, yeah, that's a good one. Who do you got? And I like it. Margot Robbie. Who the hell is that? She's playing Harley Quinn. In the oh, 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 okay, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I, I may have recast her recently in the last episode. Of that's what I was there. thinking about because I was like, "Hold on, did you just pick her?" Yeah, she's great. I love her. She is. No, she is fantastic. So okay, I can I can dig that. <laughs> what about Laughlin? Yeah, Fit Cotto's character. James Earl Jones. God damn, really? Yep. All right. Yeah, I can see it. Okay. I can see it. Okay, I like it. I'm talking like younger. James younger Earl James Earl Jones. Okay, okay. I can get behind that. Um, I think it would have been cool to see a little bit of a, a, a switch up on that. Like a John Cho, maybe. Like, like an Asian actor in there, you know? Okay, like okay. A, a John Cho. Uh, I think that's his name, John Cho. What, what was what was he? Uh, White Castle Burger movie. Oh, Harold and Kumar. Yeah, Harold and Kumar. Yeah. Hold on. So you're talking about the the Asian guy from that movie? I'm looking him up right now. Yeah, the Asian guy from that movie. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Because he's awesome as uh, Mr. Sulu in those Star Trek movies. Yes. Okay. I fucking love him. All right. So so then, who do you have for Weiss then? I actually didn't Which have is, anybody for Weiss. Actually, I did. For... I had Harold Lee. Um, no, not Harold Lee. That's who he plays in the White Castle movie. I had Cal Penn, who played uh, Kumar Patel. So I oh, so you put that duo in there yeah. as as 
as Ben Richards uh, yeah, cohorts. As, as like the, the nerdy guy breaking into the satellite, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. I had uh, So that John Cho and Cal Penn could reunite for an action movie with Kevin Costner in the lead role. Nice, yeah. nice. <laughs> <laughs> I had Justin Long. Nice! I thought I thought I think he could yeah right fuck yeah he could I love <laughs> meet some Justin Long yeah he's he's good yeah I like him a lot what about Captain Freedom himself man of mystery man of no tales man of sexual tyrannosaurus <laughs> T Rex uh, I actually did not recast him okay I, I loved him so much in his cheesiness and everything like that and plus his role was so limited I'm like I'm not gonna touch this one. Okay. I liked having somebody over the top, so I'm going to go with a young. Oh my God, Ben uh, Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I like somebody that. that could pull off the cheese with it. Yes. See, and that's and I was trying to think, and that's when I was thinking of my casting calls, like who could do that. And I'm like, I just not. I like couldn't think yeah. of it. And I liked. I liked that pick. Yeah. That's I like that pick. Who would you do for uh, Buzzsaw? Yes. Gary Busey. <laughs> okay. Young Gary Busey. <laughs> Before the accident. Before the the ten accidents. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Buzzsaw. I had Tiny Lister. Who the fuck is Tiny Lister? Debo. Oh, from Friday. Shit. Nice. Okay. I went with him. I think that he would have been a good. He would have been a good buzzsaw. Because he's a big dude. He's strong. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. if he pull that off. Um, Who's your next stalker? Fireball. Oh, I didn't do him. Actually, I and the thing is, I, I kept the I kept the they had a football player playing him. I kept the football player. Did Lawrence Taylor give him a couple bumps before okay. for going out there? Yeah, I don't know who that is, but yeah, no, I'm going with it. Lawrence Taylor? No, he he got arrested in the, what like '90s for coke possession. I, I I'm just I thought they I all got arrested in the '90s for coke possession. <laughs> There's just quite, probably quite a few, and I can't <laughs> believe I'm blanking on what team he played for. Uh, but he's, he played for a couple of teams. Okay. All right. Um, the Giants. Okay. Um, but I think I think he would have been good because he, he kind of has that crazy craziness to him. I'm digging it. Um, what about Sub-Zero? He is Sub-Zero! Now, Plane Zero! You know, I did not do Sub-Zero. That's okay, neither did I. What about Dynamo? Dynamo? I did the... Uh, the big show wrestler oh okay uh he's like seven feet tall he's a big ass dude uh what's his real name i have him around here somewhere it's okay paul randall witt paul randall witt white. all right I'm sorry white or white yeah Whatever. it's okay w- hey we're not experts here w-i-h-i-t you see me coming down yeah so dynamo i had i had um randy quaid young randy quaid Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I could see he that. In, he was in Independence Day. He was in the Griswold Family Christmas movie. Yep. You know? Yep. Okay. Crazy motherfucker. I could just picture him all lit up in an electrifying <laughs> suit, you know, singing. Okay. Um, but yeah, man, that that's all I had for Casco. That's all I did. Hold on. You didn't do... Um, I didn't do Richard Dawson. You didn't do Richard Dawson? I didn't do Richard Dawson. Holy shit. Who's your Richard Dawson? Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Interesting. He's a fucking grimy motherfucker. Because he's a he's grimy in this movie. He's he's, he's a grime, he's grime can, time USA. And I could see a, like a you know like a nineties like a eighties nineties Trump doing this. And I would love it if Arnold Schwarzenegger actually did take the real Donald Trump and stick him down that <laughs> fucking tube <laughs> yeah. and watch him explode into smithereens. Exactly. I'm sorry. What? Um, I could see a Jack Nicholson too. 
off, off, off the cuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, that, that would be that's a good choice. I like that. Yeah. I like but that. yeah, no, Donald Trump, good call. Yes. Anything else? Nope. Well, that's, well, that's casting call, everybody. Uh, please email us at comiconspodcast.gmail.com for anybody you would like to see recast in the Running Man movie. Um, or just email us and tell us, hey, we're tired of uh, we're tired of the show. We want you guys to stop throwing the towel. Yeah. You know, um, we've seen listenership go up. We've seen it go down. We've seen it go up again. We've seen it go down. So, much like um, the current flavor of the week here, that's going to happen from time to time. You yeah. know what I mean? It'll happen. So just tune in. Give us your feedback. Yes, feedback is appreciated. Rate and review us on iTunes, by the way. Can I just talk about that? Oh yeah, that might take it. us into the next rant section. Okay. You know, okay. or throw us throw us some movie ideas because I I always I always hate picking movies. You hate picking movies? Yeah, because I just I'm so indecisive when it comes to movies. I love picking movies. Well then, because I'm always down to watch a movie. So I just gotta start picking movies. You can. I just gotta throw it out there. Yeah, throw it out there. No, it's no bus, no coconuts. <laughs> we were gonna have Sean Lemley talk about the show. He actually watched the movie a day or two before we got together and watched it. Yes, but uh, he had some. some I mean, we do have to give him a shout out. We should give him a shout out, Sean. If you're listening to Quintessential Irishman, Irish True, and Emerald Green, <laughs> we miss you. We love you. Yeah, it's, you know, occasionally it's gonna happen. You know, I'm, I might miss a show. You know, Sean might miss a show, but you know, we miss. I won't miss a show. <laughs> no, I, I really won't. <laughs> not gonna happen. Um. Rants, rants, rants in your pants. Uh, I'm not. I'm taking a little thing out of the show. We used to have Pee Wee Herman stop by and do a little. Now it's time for rants and good news. But yeah. I'm taking it out. And the past couple episodes, you have forgot to introduce. Well, no, I have forgotten to say thank you, Pee Wee. Um, you haven't forgotten. I did forget, however, last episode to even put the clip in. I mean, I mean, <laughs> yes. and by put the clip in, I mean. Have him come over and do the do the thing. <laughs> yeah. So um, he's gone off to uh, greener pastures. Paul Rubin has left us, and he's got a he's you know he's taking control of his life, so to speak. And yes, here we are on the raggedy edge. Speaking of raggedy edge, rants in the pants. I know you have a rant for me today. Oh yeah, my rant is. And if you say it has something to do with Cracker Barrel, I'm gonna be very hurt. No, Cracker okay. Barrel was delicious. Okay, we ate a Cracker Barrel this morning, by the way. And no, we, and, we, and we sat right next to each other too. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Alright, so I went on a date last night. To our listeners, I'm single. Hey, any of you single listeners out there? Yeah. That one eight eight fuck ass. What? Um Yeah, so if we have any uh single ladies out there that's listening, uh please email us at Comic-Cons-Podcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to win a date with Buddy Hamilton. <laughs> win a date, yes. <laughs> First person to email us will win a date. Yes. You got it. No, but I went on a date last night, and it was kind of late, and we were going to go bowling. And so she calls up the bowling alley to see what time they close, and the guy can't give her a straight answer. Mm. He's like sometime between 12 and 2. And I guess it depends on how many people they have there. And she's like, "Is it a twelve or two type type of night?" And he's like, "Well, maybe it's it's probably between twelve and one." And so it's like, you own a business or you work at a business, right? Have some specified times, right? Don't which one don't is be, it? Don't be all wishy washy. Be like, oh, you know, twelve and two, but we're going to close at eleven thirty tonight. It's going to be sometime between the minute hand falling on the one and the hour hand falling on the twelve. It was just, it was annoying, and I was... That is annoying. Pick a time. Pick be, a time. Be specific. Be specific. specific. Not pacific. If you're going to ha- run a business. I exactly. got you. Exactly. Yeah. So that's that's my rant. Okay. Do you have anything? You want people to shit or get off the pot. 
Yes. You want people to turn left and turn right. You gonna stay open for the possibility of some people coming in? No. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you, you should, right? It depends. I mean, if you're we've all had jobs where it was like cutting close, and we'd like, man, we should just shut down early. No one's coming in, and that one asshole comes in. Oh God! Don't even get me started about yeah. that. It's like if you're within 15 minutes of a closing, don't walk your ass in that building, because you know those you know those workers are closing up shop, getting everything to go, getting everything ready to to go home. Right. So as soon as nine o'clock hits, they can run out that door. Right. Don't be that asshole. Right. What about you? You got something ran on? I don't know why I haven't hit on this first, but... God damn you! Okay. I don't know why I haven't ranted on this first in a long time. Oh, it's okay, Wookie. I just scared the hell out of the Brussels Griffin. Um, As a lot of people may or may not know, or don't know, or really don't give a shit about, I happen to commute quite a ways for work. And I work and live and reside and perspire in the (laughs) Virginia, Maryland, D.C. area. And I just want to say I love Virginia. I love a lot of things about Virginia. Virginia is for lovers. I love Virginia. I love being, you know, a product of the time, so to speak, and seeing Virginia grow and in the area. I love the little town I live in. I love a lot of things. I love a lot of the things about the nature and the history in Virginia. But I'll tell you one thing I don't like. I don't like the fact that it, I have to work near or around the D.C. Maryland area. Because D.C. is a swampy, swampy swamp. Oh. And it is a yes. fucking horrible place. Yes. Traffic is atrocious. Yes. Traffic is fucking ridiculous. The whole 95 North Corridor, the whole, the whole fucking mixing bowl, they call it a mixing bowl, they might as well start... Start calling it the fucking genocide shit bowl. bowl because yeah, it's a shit bowl. <laughs> it's a shit bowl, and not like a shit bowl like doo brown. It's like a shit like I painted the toilet seat black with vodka stained shit from <laughs> fucking absorbed liver poisoning and oh my and, 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 and yeah and, and kidney failure. Yeah, no, this whole fucking quote unquote system with easy pass lanes and I'm oh doing quote God. fingers with my I'm doing quote symbols with yeah. my, with my fingers yeah. for, the, for the listeners at home who right. can't see Nick right who can't see me uh, <laughs> no it is fucking horrible man and it's survival to fit us out there I oh mean yeah. it's, it's, it's it's a jungle out there man I mean Suitland, Maryland is gotta be the shithole capital of the world and PG County like horrible. could you guys do us all a favor and just try to wake up in the morning <laughs> try to wake up in the morning and get something done with your life. Like, why are you standing on the street corner at 7 in the morning at, this, at, at a gas station, like, standing there, just fucking hanging out at 7 in the goddamn morning? You know? I mean, I really just this kind of, this rant all over the place. This episode's been a little over the place. Yeah. I'm a little over the place, you know? It's um, one of those days. You know? So, that's, that's where I'm at, okay? All right. I feel you. You know? The good yeah. news is... I was in the hospital yesterday for severe palpitations, but I ran. T- they ran two EKGs, ran my blood work, and I'm okay. Turns out, at 135 to 40 pounds, you can't drink Monster Energy drinks every day and expect to have normal circulatory systems. <laughs> so you're good. You're I'm clear. okay. Yeah, I'm in the clear. They said I could resume Feeling normal good. duties. They said I could start beating off again. Um, to which I replied with a ecstatic hell yeah because you know I mean that, that's your cardiovascular workout that's my cardiovascular workout no I mean in all seriousness that is good news I'm grateful that's my rant paired with my good news okay you know I just jumped right into the good news okay 
Um, because it is it is exciting because you lose track of things, you know. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of shit going on. We make fun of a lot of things. We joke about a lot of stuff. Here oh, we are. Yeah. We're talking about Running Man for Christ's sake. You yes. Know? But there are real problems out there. You know, health problems, economic problems, social economic problems. <laughs> Uh, and I think we're very, you know, we're pretty, we're pretty healthy, and we're pretty grateful to be, you know, alive. Yeah, and eating pancakes at a Cracker Barrel together. Yeah, uh, they got the best pancakes ever. Yeah, you know that. That's my good news. Is there the, you go. The, the the breakfast we had, we shared it's the little morning. things, the little things, <coughs> the pancakes, the hash brown casserole, the bacon. Even though I'm not hungry, I'm still fantasizing about it. Mm. Still stuffed, even though you've had about three snacks. I've had some. I've had some snacks. Yeah, it's crazy. I gotta keep eating. I'm a growing boy. Yeah, but I'm glad you're doing well. Yeah, no, I'm good. I was a little. It was a little panic. It was a little panicky there for a second. It was a little. It was, it was a little panicky there for. It, oh, it, it, sure. it was a little. It was a little panicky there for a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can. I can definitely imagine. Yeah. It was, it was a little panicky there for a second. No. No. Who wants to frequent the the ER or the hospital? No. Nobody. No. One does. And I'm probably gonna get a massive bill, aren't I? No. Because they ran the tests and all that. And no, you should only have the hundred dollar. I did the copay. I paid. I did the copay. Good. Really? Yeah. Wife was saying I'm going to get like a massive bill. Like, hey, by the way, P.S. Fuck you. (laughs) Well, I mean, unless you have shitty insurance, I got pretty damn good insurance. So you should be good because I think I think if you got checked in, then you'd probably have like a two fifty deductible. I I just got to cut caffeine out of my diet. That's what I have to do. And the doctor didn't even say that. The doctor was like, choice. "Well, my wife was like, you're cutting out that, you're cutting out all that shit from your diet. I want you to live, goddammit, live, you know? Yeah. Because I have to, I have to father a child at some point down the road, you know? Yeah. I have to be, uh, you be a around. reputable. I have to be around, you know? My wife and I want to start a family and like and, and and build a life together. Yeah. You know, she wants to see me cutting wood out in the backyard in the spring morning, you know, and coming <laughs> back with my rippling muscles, you know, taking my shirt off with my teeth." She doesn't want to see me collapse in the yard. Yeah. A la fucking Clark Kent's dad in Superman 1, 1977. Ooh. And just see him fall down, grabbing the arm. Yeah. I and even Superman fun. can't save him because he's, like, young. He's, like, just learning to understand his powers, even though he turns the world around, like, down the road to save Lois from a fucking phenomenal earthquake with matchbox cars lighting on fire. And he travels, fucking flies around and spins the world around and oh. saves her ass. But he can't, yeah. he can't do that all over again to save his pa because that would be irresponsible and with great... Power comes great responsibility, even though it's more Spider-Man and Superman, and all these great heroes are just losing their parents left and right. And even in the remake, he just says, "No, don't get me. The hurricane's coming, and the tornado's going to get me." And he's lets the fucking tornado get him. I don't think it's the energy drinks that cause the palpitations. Huh? What is it? I think it's all this worry you have in your heart. No, are you serious? Yeah, that's true. I haven't had any energy drinks today, and I'm going nuts. You, you, the, the the deepness of that whole rant right there it's like you guys it's like you gotta, <laughs> that rant runs deep you're, you're you're bearing a lot of weight on your shoulders no, no. i sure you know wait it's all in jest it's all for fun you know because that's what yeah. we do here is comic cons we're just don't, conning the shit out of this thing yeah don't take us seriously don't take us seriously if there's anything we said that offended you or just rubbed right, you the wrong anything. way you know email us i'd love i'd love to hear someone just complain about it yeah lay into like us that. you know be like that buddy handle that sounds like a retarded <laughs> something or another. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> I just lost. I was like, uh, and? Yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. well, I, I was going to stop and just retard, oh, okay. but then I added the retarded. Right, it's okay. It's 2016. So, you can say what you want. You know, yeah. 
No taboo is taboo news. All right. Well, uh, that's all we have for Comic Cons today. Uh, thank you for tuning in and listening and enjoying the show. And, yes, thank you. And for anybody listening that's uh, wondering what our next movie's going to be, just email us. Give us some suggestions. Hit us up on Facebook. Yeah. That's at Comic Cons Podcast at, on Facebook. Uh, you can search us easily on there or Facebook.com slash Comic Cons Podcast. Or comiccons.podbean.com. You know, just shoot us a line. Shoot us a message. Give us a tickle. Give us a twinkle. Yeah. You know. A little shimmer of hope. A little shimmer of hope. Don't take us seriously. <laughs> <laughs>